In Between Sundays, episode one. You're listening to In Between Sundays, where we give you the essentials to live in the world outside of church. From your first job after college to becoming the CEO, this is a podcast for the other six days of the week. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to episode uno of In Between Sundays. Uno means one, if you don't know Spanish. That's about the extent of my Spanish. But uh, yeah, welcome to In Between Sundays. This is a podcast focused for young adults and specifically Catholic young adults like me and my brother here, Nick, the the guy you heard on the intro. My name is Pat Padley. And I'm Nick Padley. And uh, if you couldn't tell from the last name, we are brothers. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So, uh, Patrick, tell us a little bit about, because this podcast was originally your idea, so tell us a little bit about what you think the podcast is going to be about. Well, if you don't recognize my voice, because I'm such a celebrity, no, not at all. (laughs) Uh, I was on a podcast called On The U, College Catholic Podcast. And uh, with a friend of mine, Steve Nelson, uh, it's on SQPN, and um, co-hosted that for a little while. And then now I'm out of college, and I was like, "Hey, I want to continue podcasting." And uh, so this kind of idea flourished out of that desire to to uh, celebrate, you know, use Catholic new media to uh, to spread the word, even when I'm not in college anymore. And and you know, coming out of college, I've I've realized that uh, that it is hard to build that community that you have, uh, like at a Newman Center or something like that, um, on a college campus. So this is that's where this is coming from. So so our goal is that we want to use this podcast to have kind of a community, but it, it, an online community, and um, of just young adults who are Catholic and and have fun, and and we're kind of going through this with you. So uh, so yeah. And we want to use this podcast to help you grow spiritually because, as Patrick said, um, we're both young adults. So we're in this with you guys. So we, we want to give you some of the tools. Like we said in the intro, we want to give you tools to grow in the world and, and be in the world outside of church. So we really do want this to be a podcast that deals with the other six days of the week and everything in between because that's more or less when most of our lives are led. And it's that time during that time, we need to really keep our faith going outside of maybe church every Sunday. Yes. Or, or as a, uh, as a priest once told me, be kind in the parking lot. It's, <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. You know, it's like, uh, once you're, once you're, uh, out of church, church doesn't end at the door. So, so yeah. Anyway, uh, so what's been going on, Nick? Uh, what, what have you been up to? Well, um, well, I've been work- explain who you are. Okay, well, I, my name's Nick, and uh, as I, well, I already introduced myself, I guess, but... Uh, what explain, do you do? What do I do? I, I'm <laughs> kind of a, the computer guru of, of our family, although we all like technology, uh, and we're not going to sing that song from uh, Napoleon Dynamite, but we all have a really love for uh, working with technology and working in new media and, and the type of stuff that is going to help people grow in their faith, so... What I do is I, I currently work for a company where we are putting together an online learning environment for people to learn about their faith. And I get to do all sorts of really cool computer stuff at that job. It's pretty awesome. So uh, so what's been going on other than other than work? Uh, that's been about it. And so 
Uh, which kind of leads us into what we want to talk about in, in a segment we're going to call Help, I'm Fallen. I've fallen and I can't get up. She falls in a well, eyes go cross. She gets kicked by a mule, they go back to normal. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. You better say your prayers, you flea-bitten varmint! So in this segment, what we're going to talk about is those types of times where we struggle with things during our lives, those types of times when things aren't working out the way we really think they should. So in my case, I've been working a lot, and Patrick, I don't know how much of work you've been doing. Yeah, I've been working a lot. I mean, I think the hardest thing uh, with prayer is that when times are good, you don't you forget to pray. I mean, and then when like you know, you're having a tough time at work or school or whatever. Um, but then it's pretty easy to pray because you're always wanting to ask God for help uh, in our kind of that fallen time. And um, yeah, I mean, so so it's hard for me to keep up that sort of daily routine of prayer, which really is important because prayer, I mean, it kind of rejuvenates you in a way. You know, it's that, that spiritual part of you and, and it's, it's that spiritual part of you, yes. Yeah, well, it really is. Um, I mean, that's what's what keeps you going day after day. So, uh, anyway, and, and another thing that I've, I've found out is that, uh, you know, for me, sometimes it's hard because I see other people who are, like, really in the prayer. And, you know, I'm not always in the prayer all the time. You know, sometimes it's like, hey, I would like to go to Mass, but, like, Mass isn't exactly super stellar and exciting or anything you know and and in other times i'm like totally in the mass and i totally want to like pray and then after mass i'm like really excited and like i want to go home and just like live the word and whatever the priest said <laughs> that day and and then and in other times it's just like eh well, that was i went to mass that was good yeah well and and i think part of it is when you're in college you've got all these people around you that are all trying to do that type of stuff and pray, and, and you've got people at Newman Centers and people in university ministry areas that are saying, you know, how, how's your prayer life, or hey, you want to go to Mass, and you get out of college, and and you're kind of left on your own. So if, if you have maybe developed a prayer life, but it's been a more of a communal prayer life, and then you're turned out on your on your own, it's a little tough, because you're now responsible for motivating yourself to do it. And I know that you know, one of the things that, that I really have a hard time to do, doing is keeping up with prayer because I go in spurts. Like, uh, I'll I'll think, wow, I haven't prayed this whole week. So then, like, the next week, I'll make an extra effort to do it. And every day of the week, I'll pray. And then it'll be the weekend, and I'll be like, man, I'm so tired, and I want to relax. And So I, I forget sometimes. I'll, I'll wake up, and I'll, I'll want to do all the stuff that, I, that piled up during the week that I really want to work on, and I'll forget to do that prayer. So it really feels like I, I kind of like I go and then I stop and then I go and then I stop. And anybody's ever been in another situation like driving cars or something, that's just that does that doesn't even feel good. What uh, what what's your favorite kind of prayer, Nick? Like, what do you like to do? Um, I, I mean, you know, it, I mean, I it's kind of putting you on the spot. I mean, prayer is a pretty <laughs> personal thing. But, well, my uh, my favorite thing to do, at least right now, is I, I try to pray a rosary. Um, on my way to work in the morning, and, and that that's usually a pretty good way to start off my day. You know, it's been proven that the rosary actually like slows down your heart rate and is really? better for you. Wow! I was I don't I, I don't have the proof, but I was told when I was in um, grade school. I went to a Catholic grade school, and uh, 
I was told by a teacher because we would pray like a, a decade of the rosary, like once, once a day or something. <laughs> and, and then she was like, oh, well, everybody should be more relaxed now because it, it slows down your heart rate and, and you're, you should be happier. Like, so <laughs> maybe people need to like, not take, uh, like medicine for like high blood pressure. Maybe they just need to pray the rosary more. That could very well be. <laughs> so here's a question then. Uh, we've talked about prayer, but there may be some people listening, and, and I would even maybe count myself into this, under how do you, pl- how do you pray? Because we, we talk about stuff, and there's all sorts of different ways to pray, but, but what are the kind of maybe the basic forms of, of prayer that are out there that you can use? Well, actually, we just talked about one, the Hail Mary, which is a pretty old old prayer uh so i guess that would be like form prayers or, or yeah I, I, when i well i call them formula prayers so, so those are like the types of prayers that we've all learned and we can recite from memory like the our father or right. the hell mary or say the glory be or something like yeah. that the, the funny thing is is that when you learn them so much and you pray them so much i think sometimes they lose their meaning though because that you, you just you just recite them it's it's like you know, just it's like drinking water. You never think about it. But at the same time, the prayers are really cool. So sometimes when you go th- go through and say those different types of prayers, it's really kind of interesting to sit back, you know, and, and think about it, each word as you say it. And it's really hard because when you've learned it and you can just say it off the top of your head, when you actually try to like slow down and say it word by word, you can, it's like, for, it's like forgetting it. You, you'll forget sometimes. And so, um, it's easy, you know, like write it out or take a look at it and, and read it word by word and maybe center on one or two words that, that works really well. When when I was in college uh, at the Newman Center, we had this nun visit us and we were doing what they what they called like a days of uh, what they call days of reflection or days of uh, I don't know. We made fun of it. We were like days of recognition, days of whatever. <laughs> anyway, because it's just funny. Anyway, uh, so. Uh, and so we had this nun and she was giving this talk about prayer and she took apart the, our father. Mm-hmm. And so like we would read the, our father and then we would focus on like one word, like, like father, like, and then we would like to sit in silence and focus on that one word father. And, um, it was called, uh, I think it was called Lexio, Lexio uh, Divina, Lexio Divina. That's exactly what it's called. And it was, it was really Interesting because I had never done something like that where you do focus on the words and um, in really piece piece um, piece it all together, but then also focusing on one word. And then you had different people saying like, "Oh, well, I really focused in on uh, trespasses," you know, like and like I have that's something I struggle with, like trespasses and like forgiving other people. That's really cool. And yeah, it was really interesting. So like, it was it was more of a uh, more spiritual in a way than just kind of reciting it, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and usually when I've looked at Lexio Divina, the best way I've ever heard it described is, you know, if we really do believe that the Bible is the word of God and the inspired word of God, and that God had a hand in writing it, then even looking through the Bible and concentrating on one passage or two and really struggling with it and dialoguing with it is almost like talking directly to God. So the times I've ever really needed some help you know, I'll, I'll crack open the Bible and really center on a phrase and dialogue with that because it's almost like getting an instant response from God, which is really cool because there's all these types of things that nowadays where people are thinking, you know, how do I know God's talking to me or how do I hear the voice of God? Well, it's it's right there in the Bible, 
you know, the whole Bible is like the voice of God. So what better way yeah. to, to look at it? It's like the Ten Commandments. Here are the Ten Commandments or whatever. <laughs> and it's, right. and it's, yeah, yeah. And then, and then Moses dropped the tablet and no, I was kidding. <laughs> but, uh, and, well, you know, though, the thing with Lexio Divina is that, I mean, you were just talking, you've been working a lot. It takes some time to do that. So like one of the things, um, and, and so does things like adoration hours, you know, like I love going to adoration and, and this is going to sound bad, but it's hard to fit into my schedule. You know, it is. And it's unfortunately life kind of gets in the way sometimes when I do want to pray. And then, you know, it, like, especially with me with video production, you know, I'll be working 10 hour, 12 hour days and I get home. It's like, yeah, don't feel like praying, you know, like, yeah, I could, I God could knows I really love him. I'll, you know, I'll talk to him tomorrow or whatever. And, and that's hard. It is. It's, it's a, it's a personal struggle for me. Wow. Well, well, I guess we'll keep that on our radar and we'll keep people updated as to what's going on and, and how prayers are going. We'll, we'll kind and, of maybe make that a, a little bit like a check-in over the next couple episodes to see yeah. where we're at. Well, and, and, and also I really like to just talk, like just to talk to God more like the spontaneous, spontaneous prayer. I had a friend, he went to uh, a camp, uh, like a, a church camp. And, uh, he was, he was a counselor there and he had gotten like a day off or whatever. And so he wanted to call his folks cause that's what all the other kids were doing. Mm-hmm. So they all went to the gas station, uh, of like the nearby gas station and they all were getting on the pay phones. This is, this is like in the nineties when people didn't have cell phones. So it was like the pay phones and stuff. And everybody was talking to their parents or the best friends, whatever. And he called and of course what he gets, he gets the answering machine of his parents. <laughs> so he's like, well. Yeah, I don't know have anybody else to talk to. So what he did was he just sat there with the phone and acted like he was talking maybe to his parents, but instead he was talking to God. And oh, so he was cool. just like, Hey father, how's this going? Like, so this is what I've been doing and, uh, you know, been teaching, you know, the kids this and, and he basically had a conversation with God while he was on the phone. And, uh, he said, that's one of the things that like taught him how to pray was when you just kind of have a conversation, like it is a person in the room. That's really cool. I like that. So we got three different types of prayer. We have the, the formula prayers, like the ones that we've learned in, in school. We have individual prayer, just talking straight to God. And we have Lexio Divina, which is, uh, a really intense form of prayer, but very rewarding. And one thing I like to do is, um, on our website, we're going to post some links and stuff up. I know uh, Lisa Hindi has a great website, uh, catholicmom.com. She's got some great uh, daily devotions and things like that. So in our show notes on our site at uh, www.inbetweensundays.com, we will post uh, some links to some different books, uh, some devotional material, as well as online resources where you can kind of get some uh, daily uh, daily reflections and, and things like that. Absolutely. I triple dog dare you. No, before this is over, I'm gonna need a whole lot of serious therapy. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? One other thing we want to include on our show is what we're gonna call the Catholic Challenge. And this is gonna be a weekly challenge that we're going to issue to the people who are the listeners of our podcast. So uh, this week we want to talk a little bit about, since we were talking about prayer, 
different and different forms of prayer, we want to talk about uh, starting maybe a devotional or a novena. Now, for those of you who don't know, uh, a devotional or a novena is, is a series of prayers that you pray every day or every week in, in order to get to a specific goal. So like there are certain novenas where you pray the same prayer every day for nine days. And then at the end of it, uh, you offer up for you know those prayers for whatever intentions you're looking for. Um, so Patrick, I don't know if you've ever done a novena. I have never done a novena. So and these and these are different than you know, like you know those like weird type like pieces of paper that sometimes people will like leave in, in church. Like they sometimes call them the never fail novenas. Have you seen those? Yeah, I have. I've just never done one. It's it's uh, I mean sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> well, it's it is. It, it depends on what type of novena there is. Uh, one of the ones that we just recently finished on. The second Sunday of Easter was the Divine Mercy Novena, so it was a, a novena, and we'll post a link to that on the show. Um, and maybe we'd like to start by challenging everybody to take a look at the Divine Mercy Novena and pray it over this next week until we get to the next show. And uh, I think maybe we'll challenge ourselves to do that as well. Sure, sure. And then another thing you can do um, if you can't do the novena, I would encourage everybody to uh, go to mass at least more than once a week on sunday uh that's always good to uh you know get some extra prayers in there and uh and whatnot so uh plus you get to receive the eucharist i mean what what better absolutely so so that is our catholic challenge for this week good evening here is the news for parrots well hello mr fancy pants Pay attention to me, boy. I'm not just talking to hear my head roar. You guys, you guys, great news. Rudolph, Santa Claus is coming to town, the little drummer boy, they're all on TV this week. Hey, everybody, this is the news. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, what's been going on? Uh, Well... SQPN, the StarQuest Production Network. They went bananas! Bananas! Uh, Just some highlights. Uh, So SQPN was trying to get the last, I think it was 10 grand of their uh, fundraising drive for Mm -hmm. the year. And so they said to do a 12-hour podcast marathon. 24-hour podcast marathon? No, it was 12. Oh. Hopefully they're going to do 24 next year. That would be be awesome. And uh, yeah, so... And some highlights from that were uh, Lisa Handy was on there, Paul Camerata. This is like hilarious, dressed up as a number of different saints. Yes, that was really funny. And then they had people guess it, and he wouldn't. Uh, I don't think he was going to change until someone like donated more money or something like that. Yes, um, my, my favorite one that he dressed up as was Saint Raphael the Archangel. Oh, when yes. he came out dressed like in a tutu. Yeah, that's that's perfect. That's some good blackmail uh, right there. <laughs> uh, um, and then uh, early in the morning, if you saw it, people were paying Father Roderick to drink uh, crazy smoothies. Uh, I think there was like licorice, uh, anchovies, uh, kiwi, Ew. and some a couple other things. And uh, I just hope that he made it okay to bed and up in the morning. I do uh, too. Yeah, and uh, anyway, so I uh, just wanted to let you know what SQPN was up to, because that is definitely one of our uh, favorite uh, podcast networks. Yeah, and then um, there's also, 
you were just down in Tulsa for one. Graduation's happening around the country because it is in the middle of May. Well, first of all, what was it like to be back at Tulsa and not be graduating, but have already gone through the process? Uh, I mean, it's nice to be back on campus. Uh, but yeah, it's a little weird because I had literally done that like a year ago. And um, sitting in the crowd watching my friends graduate, uh, I was uh, was a little was a little different. It was it was different. Uh, they had like the worst graduation speaker ever. Oh, that's um, too bad. Yeah, they didn't even. They, he wasn't even like go out into the world and make it a better place. It was like, uh, hey, let's talk about China for an hour, and then oh. uh, let me push my uh, political agendas and whatnot. So that was. So he yeah he didn't he didn't inspire anybody but then the uh, the SA president the student association president got up and he had a uh, he had a really good analogy because the the campus since I've been there and of course since this class has been there has been under construction so he uh, he had a nice analogy of uh, you know all the students have also been under construction and now it's time to oh, show that's off cool. the, that's uh, a really neat idea. the new buildings and you know TU wouldn't construct something um you know if it wasn't going to be used and and stuff like that so oh, that's yeah really cool so that made up for the uh the china rant and uh <laughs> hey we i like china i'm just saying this guy was boring that's all so i mean people were like texting and like just not paying attention to it and they gave him like an honorary degree and whatnot and yeah and stuff so and um of course we'll just touch quickly on of course everybody knows the whole obama notre dame thing uh That'll be interesting. I think that's this weekend. Yeah. So, well, and uh, if anyone is listen, interested in, in hearing something about it, over on the on the U podcast episode number one hundred six, which I think is the most recent one. Uh, yeah, it's the most recent one. It's called episode one hundred six: A Student's View. I think uh, Steve goes ahead and he interviews uh, one of my friends, Scott, who is an actual student of Notre Dame, about his thoughts and uh, what the feeling of uh, being on campus in Notre Dame is like. So that's that's his. Much as we're going to talk about it here, because I think it's kind of been beaten to the ground by the rest of the media. Exactly. And for those people who are graduating from college, they're probably also sick of hearing about it. But they may be tuning in because... But you know what? Congratulations! You're done with school. Yes. Now uh, you're on. You get to experience what it is like to actually go home in the evenings and not have to do homework. I know. And then in that really annoying girl in class who always answered all the questions before you won't be at your (laughs) job anymore. If you Hopefully you get a job. So, uh, yeah. So, congratulations. And, and we'll, we will be praying for you. I'm going to actually, I'll offer my novena this week for that is great. those people finishing college so that uh, they can get jobs and they can get out in the world and start changing it the way they think it needs to be changed. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of changing the world, quickly, uh, Pope Benedict is changing the world by visiting the Holy Land and promoting peace. Yeah, and I think pretty cool stuff. I it mean, is cool. He, I saw some pictures, and he was doing some things like uh, he was uh, kissing the stone that Jesus uh, was like after his body was taken down from the cross. It was cleaned on, and he held a mass at uh, the the spot where um, Jesus was supposed to be crucified, and some different things like that. So it's nice to see him opening up a dialogue with other religions. That's really awesome, and it is such a a, a, a war torn part of the world. So. So we'll we'll also keep that in our prayers. And so that's what's going on in the news. Last part of our podcast is going to be called a meditative moment. 
The first one we're going to listen to is part of a three-part series that Patrick has put together. This first one he's decided to call Training Wheels. Training Wheels. I was recently asked, why are you Catholic? Since I had just returned from Europe, the answer was easy. I quickly replied, because of the universality of the, of the church. I know that no matter where I am, I can always go to Mass on Sunday. Even though it may not be in English, it is the same readings everywhere in the wor- everyone in the world is getting. I slyly thought to myself, gotcha. After some thought, though, I knew there had to be a deeper answer than this. See, I'm a cradle Catholic, and growing up, I went to Catholic school. Most of my friends were Catholics, cradle Catholics as well. I played on Catholic sports teams. Basically, my world was tied directly to the Catholic Church, except for my father, who was and still is Presbyterian. I sometimes wonder how my life would be different if I wasn't raised Catholic. Would I still have gone to Catholic schools? Would all my friends still be Catholics? Would I still be a Christian at all? Often I hear people say, well, I was raised Catholic, but now I go to this other church. Or, I was raised Catholic, but I'm not practicing. Unfortunately, in Europe, I found this sentiment to be true. I was one of the few people under 65 in the church. Why is being raised Catholic different? Why don't people who are born Catholic show the same appreciation for their faith as people who join the church later in life? I mean, is being born into Catholicism as opposed to being a Christian later in life so different? I don't think think so. See, I've come to the conclusion that everyone eventually makes the same decision. At some point in our lives, we choose to stop flying on the coattails of our parents' faith and decide for ourselves. We choose what we believe and what we don't, how we profess those beliefs, and what our faith is and isn't. It's like when I got my first bike. It came with training wheels. As I learned to maneuver, I became more confident in riding it. When I saw my brothers riding their their big kid bikes, I wanted to be like them. So I asked my dad to take off the training wheels. I remember he had me riding in the grass so I wouldn't get hurt. After getting my balance, I moved on to the sidewalk and I quickly realized I could go anywhere I wanted on my bike. Then I started questioning my parents' judgment. So I rode my bike into the street, even though my mom had told me not to. And one day, I went down a driveway into the street and fell off my bike, scraping my face and my calves. I should have listened to my mom. But I think at the point in my life, I was still developing my opinion about my bike. I needed to push the boundaries. I wanted to go where no kid had gone before. And to me, it is through this same sort of questioning that we grow in understanding of our faith. This is not an overnight process. I'm amazed at the example of the recent Pope John Paul II. He could be in a crowd of 20 or 20,000 and still find the same deep place inside him. You could tell on his face that he was so in tune with his faith. I'm not going to wake up tomorrow with the deep insight of Pope John Paul II. It's a faith journey. For most of us, it takes a lifetime. Sometimes it's too easy for us to just take our beliefs for granted. I know sometimes for me, the Nicene Creed at Mass is pretty monotonous. I feel like I'm saying it along with the rest of the herd, but in it, it holds a powerful meaning that is distinctly Catholic. Can you recite the Nicene Creed off the top of your head? To be honest, it's hard for me when I'm not saying it with other people. 
I encourage you to spend some time meditating on the words of the Creed and to truly take ownership of them. I pray that wherever you are in your faith journey, that you find what you're looking for. As you continue to, to discern, may you be guided by truth. And if you haven't yet, may you one day take off the training wheels and continue to, to seek God. So I guess next time when I'm asked, why am I Catholic? I could just recite the creed. Or I think a better answer would be, well, I was raised Catholic, but through a process of thought, contemplation, and study of the church, I believe Catholicism to be the truth. Plus, there ain't no party like a Catholic party. Well, that's the end of the first In Between Sundays podcast. We'd like to thank you for listening. Music for the show has been provided by music.podshow.com and magnitude.com. You can find all of the artists and songs used there. Our artists used were 38 Acres, Electric Frankenstein, DGOC, Digitube, and John Schmidt. We'd like to finish off by giving you one last song to take a listen to. This is Matt Brady with More Like You. You gotta be short to be tall. You gotta be weak to be strong. You gotta be meek to be loud. You gotta be humble to be proud. Oh my Lord, make me more like Jesus. Oh my Lord, make me more like You. Oh my Lord, make me more like Jesus. Oh my Lord, make me more like you. Gotta be hungry to be filled. You gotta be thirsty for a drink. You gotta be down to be lifted up higher than the grounds. Oh my Lord. Make me more like Jesus Oh my Lord Make me more like you Yeah Oh my Lord Make me more like Jesus Oh my Lord Make me more like you We've got to lose ourselves to be found in you. Taking our lives to take up like a cross. Follow you, follow you. We've got to let it all out and give it all to you. So you can change us all around and make us more like you, more like you.
like you yeah. Oh my Lord Make me more like Jesus Oh my Lord Make me more like you We've got to lose ourselves to be found in you Taking our lives to take a back cross Follow you, follow you We've got to let it all out and give it all to you So you chase us all around and make us more like you More like you, more like you More like you, more like you Oh, my Lord, make me more like Jesus. Oh, my Lord, make me more like you. Oh, my Lord, make me more like Jesus. Oh, my Lord. Thank you.